and welcome to Gotham and Fishy. Coloring um, with cunts. That's about my gum. I don't want to be, you know, strong. Gum and jacking my jaws and jacking what? Jacking my jaws. <laughs> uh, um, what episode are we now? Episode 70. Am I funny like a clown or funny? Ha ha. Neither. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, 72, 73, 72. This is 73. And it's my serial killer episode. And I have a doozy for you guys. And we also have a listener story from one of our patrons, Brooke. So yeah. How was your week? It was good. It was, um, like we've talked before, this month is a very busy time for me. For I'm ready for it to calm back down and get back to where I can enjoy my day, getting off at a decent hour and right. enjoy being here. Um, I wanted to say first, I want to say happy birthday to first, my daughter's birthday is going to be tomorrow after this releases. Uh, happy 18. birthday, no. Oh, no, it's Isabel. Yes. Oh. October. I forgot. Um, so she'll be I 18, that. so it's a big one. <clears throat> happy birthday, Isabel. I'm so and sorry. We're taking her to a drag brunch here. So super excited for that. It's going to be fun. Oh, uh-huh. how fun. Yes, I've never she's been Taurus, to one, right? so I'm really excited. She's a Taurus? Yes, she's Taurus. That's why we're we going like to do um, just different things over the weekend and have a good time. Then also happy birthday that already passed to, um, I've talked about him a couple times on here. He's my friend on Instagram. His name is Denzel Night- Misfit. Yes, yes. Happy birthday to him also. Happy birthday, um, Denzel. Yes. Happy- birthday Happy birthday um that was frosty the snowman wasn't it? yeah <laughs> yeah you're the winner Happy birthday. <laughs> um birthday uh, what else did i want to, oh how is isabel gonna be fucking 18 like that's not okay <laughs> oh i know i know i know it's crazy yeah it is a little crazy um Wait, there's some of the things I wanted to catch you up on. Are we recording the video? Yes, I'm recording the video. It's up to you if you want to post it. I'm yeah. good. Um, I heard more sounds in my building. Like, Can you wait and not tell me that kind of stuff, please, until I actually clicking get there? Clicking and tacking. And like, <laughs> stuff like this. Can you hear this? I got to let Charlie out real fast. Stuff like that. Tick, 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 tacking stuff. Um, so <clears throat> yes, interesting. Not sure what that all is about. Oh, I don't I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing, did you see what I that I posted um a few days ago on Instagram? Somebody fucking stole my pictures and everything. Your did pictures. You, oh, maybe you didn't see it because I deleted it after that person's profile got deleted. So yeah, my husband was scrolling through Instagram. He's like, Did you make a new profile? I said no he said us because he follows a hashtag that i always use in my thing he's like this this is somebody this is you on this other hash this hashtag and i looked at him like when one i was like why is there only like four likes on it <laughs> then i realized <laughs> then i'm like wait a minute i said that's not me I mean, it was it was not it's your picture it but was not you. they stole everything except for my name they stole my profile even put that they were co-hosted gotham bougie I what? Mean, yes. Yes. 
stole my pictures, my profile description, um, everything. I was like, oh, I feel so violated. I felt so, I've never, I'm like, I send my message. I'm like, you can stop stealing my pictures now, loser. Go get your own life. I'm like, oh, I was just, I don't know how to, uh, I was, I felt so, I've never felt that way before. Did like, they respond to you? No, they didn't respond, but um, Robert reported them. And then I had screenshot it and put it on my uh, profile. And I said, go report this person. It's not me. This is my only profile. Um, and then I reported it to Instagram because you can report to Instagram right. that it's not you. And I had to, I had to take a picture and hold my license up and send that to Instagram to show that I was me. And I was just like, I, I don't even know how I, um, I had so many weird emotions. I'm like, I just felt so violated. I mean, it's violated, just fucking yeah. Instagram. It's, but it's still felt like, it's still, it's still said, they still stole it. It's still something that it's like you were robbed. I, I would think if they really weren't smart about it because they used the same hashtags that I use. They, I mean, they copied everything except they called themselves a different name. I just thought it was really funny that they even put co-hosts at Gotham Bougie. <laughs> oh, I got a new co-host. Really? You're listening to us. Welcome. Fuck, Bye, <laughs> that pissed me off so bad. I felt so bad. Uh, yes. So hmm. that was, that's my catch up for the week because I was just like, oh, oh, no, that's not you. That's uh, me. Don't steal my pictures. That's not nice. I don't like that. So I, I honestly I, haven't been on social media too much um, okay. just because I just haven't had time. I saw you, you change know. your name. Is your accountant page still there? I paused it for now because of just getting the new job everything, and stuff. Yeah. Everything but being so conservative here. Um, but I have the job already, but I'm just yeah, kind of yeah. filling these people out. But the girls, um, so I was going to tell you that um, so a couple of them are probably listening to us right now. So Eva and um, Joanne, welcome. Hey Eva, hey Hi. Joanne. Um, so yeah, so they're part of the billing team that I'm part of. Um, Joanne's actually, um, excuse me, Eva's actually our lead in the Joanne. Are they and easily I. offended? They may want to stop listening now. No, no, they're not. So okay, yeah, I, but you I know, love I just, to offend. I, I've I'll told them. I've told them about my experiences here in South Carolina. Like, no, we're not like that. You'll get along. So we're going to Margarita Monday. <laughs> I'm, oh, like, yay. I'm like, okay. You so yeah, friends. so um, they made me feel very welcome and it's very nice. So today I'm sitting at my desk, like finally got my login shit. I'm like, I'm focused on like this report because I'm doing billing there as well. It's at your nose and throat, doctor. And I'm I'm focused and I'm like going because I understand it now. And I'm like, whatever, because it's the same thing I've always done. It's just a different program, but I, it's so easy. And all of a sudden, so we each have like cubicles, right? So I'm just sitting there. Of course, I made mine cute today, of course, because it can't be basic. And so all of a sudden, like these white, like fluffy, um, soft, like, snowballs come flying over my cubicle walls and I'm not saying like one or two there's probably like 60 of them flying over my cu cubicle walls and I'm like what the fuck they're like welcome to the team so it's really sweet like I've never had that kind of welcome to somewhere that I've worked so it was really nice to have that everyone's really really nice um I texted Jeff I'm like I told them I don't like fall I wanted to quote 
um, clueless. Like my doctor says that I can't have anything flying at my face. So I told Jeff, I said, I told him I don't like balls flying at my face. And he's like, that's a damn lie. <laughs> well, not flying so, necessarily. Yes. But so that happened today, but it's so far. I mean, it's Thursday. It was really slow at the beginning and Tuesday. They're like, we're so glad you came back. I know you were so bored yesterday. Eva was like, and I said, it's fine. I said, I know it takes time like to get like your logins and get all this stuff because it's HIPAA and high priority stuff. So your first day was Monday? Yes. Yeah. So um, it's only 20 minutes from my house. So yeah, like I have to be there by 8.30. So I'll leave here like at 8, 8, 8.10. Traffic's not too bad. I haven't experienced super bad traffic yet here. Um, I live in Lexington, Red Bank area. And so it's like the out. So I live on the outskirts of Lexington, which is like a bit, it's like the size of Rockwall, maybe a little bit bigger. Um, And it's outside of Columbia. like Rockwall? It's not like Rockwall, but it's the size of Rockwall. Um, (laughs) I like Rockwall. I mean, um, it's just, I would, yes. (laughs) Um, They're like the people in Rockwall. No. Um, But I mean, it's, it's nice. Like I said, I'm not far from work and um, it's been really nice. So um, speaking of stupid ass people, um, so not my daughter, I'm going to talk about Ashley, but she's not the stupid one. So Ashley was getting her birth control. She's not the stupid one. I'm she's sorry. not the stupid one. The, per- the stupid child or the stupid person? The stupid person. Um, she was getting her birth control. What's today? Thursday, Tuesday night, I guess it was. She called me to get her insurance card. And I'm like, oh my God, did you have a wreck? She's like, no, I was sitting in the line at CVS and a Prius that just got their medicine, decided to back up and hit my car and then take off. That's the stupid idiot. <laughs> so they had, so she called the, this is my child that's a criminal justice. She knew what to do. She called the police. Police came. They took a report. They looked at the cameras right then. It was kind of blurry. Well, dumbass, you just picked up fucking medicine at CVS Pharmacy. They have your name. They have everything. Yeah, they I'm left. Like, the person left? Dumb. Yeah, they left. Oh, Some of you left. fucking dumbass. So, and Ashley said they didn't do too much to her car, but still, you know, it's, it, I'm just like, your car is fucking magnet. Like, I feel like, like her car got hit just sitting in the garage at her apartment. So is it an old person? I don't know, but I just because they can't tell Ashley who the person is because of HIPAA. They could tell the police because of the accident. So anyway, so I'm just like, really? Wow. Yeah. So I told you I had a hard week last week. Then on Friday, like I just was really sad. I'm like, you're not there. I'm you're so far and Amy's so far. Having That's the way I was the week. That, that we moved I was just crying 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 that's when I texted you I'm like I can't I can't I do the photo shoot right now I just I can't stop crying well you when you came to see me you were crying too I'm like don't let me cry I just I don't know why maybe just because it just was hitting me and I just miss David and I just miss my girls I just miss everybody and I just it hit me and I had been you know I've been in the house too so I haven't been getting out of the house um but I, I texted him. I'm like, I'm so sad. I missed Texas. Like, I'm so sad. He brought me roses home. Aww, he got me roses. Um, and you know, and then, even when we, we were living closer to each other and closer to our, our kids and stuff, we might not even see them that often. It's just the fact that you can't. I can, though. Yeah, it's I can't see them. And yeah. 
mean, I had David every other week. So it's just a huge adjustment for, I haven't seen him in four weeks. Like I've talked, FaceTimed him and stuff. Um, but I mean, I'm like, okay, well, he's going to be here in June. So, you know, like I'm not going home for Mother's Day. So it just makes me. Yeah, Cheyenne and dad, my dad are coming for Mother's Day. So they're, they're flying in on Thursday next week. And my dad's flying back out on Monday. And then Cheyenne's staying until the whole week, until Thursday. So I'm that's like, awesome. Oh. That's awesome. My dad's going to fly. My dad's going to get on a plane. Wait, I don't I hear you. You don't hear me. Thank you. I don't know if that if it was just me or everyone else. What do you mean you can't hear me? Now I can hear you. Oh, I'm like. You like went muted all of a sudden. No, I haven't changed anything. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, they're really, I like the office. I wasn't sure, you know, I, I like working from home, like, you know, cause you can go, you have a little bit more freedom. Um, so they're pretty lax about stuff. Like tomorrow we can wear jeans. Um, I don't know. I looked at the dress policy and I'm just dying laughing. Cause they're like, no camouflage. No. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I like that. I agree with that. Like I wear so much, but I mean, I'd have like a camouflage button and shirt. They're super cute that I got in green Texas when I went to visit Caitlin and it's got like a, you know, embroidery pattern on the back, you know, like a bougie type thing. And I'm just like, I'm still going to wear it. I don't know. It's just, yeah. So, um, I, so you I can wear jeans on Fridays, wearing jeans on Fridays, but so built to last week. So, um, he knew I was sad on Friday. And so Saturday it was storming. He's like, do you want to go do something? I'm like, it's raining. Like it's raining, like pouring raining. I'm like, we can't go on the bike. We can't do, because there was a ride and he had to work. Well, then he wound up not working because of the rain. Because what he does, he can't work. It's raining, the storms. He took me to the mall. So I got to see the mall here. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's like the mall in Texarkana. I'm like, this is the mall. Because we grew up with Town, town East. I mean, that's- well, I grew up with Town the, East, Galleria, North Yeah, Park, well, um, but Town East was right, literally right there. So we- yeah. Yeah. And it's huge. And so is this small, like really small? Is it it's one level? super small? And uh, yeah, I got my nails done again yesterday. So I tried a different place. Well, I tried a different place. Um, went with red. This oh, then time. the other one that you told me about. Yes. I walked in and I, so I asked the girls at the new office. I'm like, where should I get my nails done? And there's a Greek restaurant at the end that we love that we've been to before. I'm like, why don't you meet me there after I get my nails done? It's just like three doors down. We'll go have dinner there okay. instead of, you know, instead of cooking. And so we're sitting there and I mean, I, I walked in and I tell the guy who's the owner and he, he's like, do you have an appointment? And I'm like, no, I don't have an appointment. Are you able to see me today? Cause the only time I have to do it, he's like, absolutely. And I said, okay. And so he's, I mean, of course he was Vietnamese, but he, he spoke really good English because usually they don't, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so he's, I said, look, I just moved here from Texas and I need to know like about your pedicures. Do you have a, like a choices? Because I said my first experience in South Carolina getting my nails done and my pedicure was absolutely horrible. Like I wanted to go back to Texas to get my stuff done. Oh, and he said, I didn't know it was that bad. It just, you walk in, it just was like rushed and literally the massage on my legs was like five minutes, literally. It was just, so I told him where I went um, and he's like, yeah, they don't really care about anything. They're, they always rush through stuff. I hear a lot of clients say that. I'm like, okay. He had a choice. So I was able to get paraffin wax, which I like, and I was able to get the massage. It wasn't Texas still, but I know I'm going to find the right place. 
when they come across it. Like there's so many here, but you know, you just got to find, once you find the right. Well, this one still didn't feel like it fit. No, because they didn't Um, have choices. Like I want a choice of lotions that I use. Like you can choose chocolate or lavender and milk and honey. They don't even, they don't have that. They used cherry blossom from Bath and Body Works. So this morning, I wake up this morning, I wake up this morning. I know that from dermatology. I wake up this morning. My legs were like itching so fucking bad. Remember I get horrible eczema. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting eczema. So luckily it's not so bad now. I was able to put lotion and stuff on it and the medicine I have, but I'm just like, okay, I'm not going back there. I went to, I found a place you know, surprisingly, the French Quarter has a lot of things and doesn't have a lot of things. Um, and there's one little place here that does nails. Well, there's another one in the River City Mall, but um, it's like right around the corner. And I was trying to get in and like I made an appointment and then I had to recancel it because my schedule right now is so busy with work and right. they're not open. The lady was booked on Saturday. So um she emailed me and was like, okay, I'm so sorry for, for not getting back to you. If you are available, I can get you in on Saturday, the 24th with Ashley. She, she's been here, blah, blah. So I went in this really, really small place. Um, it's really pretty inside. It's, it's called Salon de Nola. And, but the thing is, there's only one nail tech. She said, oh. you know, they're trying, they're struggling to get staffing. Um, so the nail salons like in the back and I was the only person there. I, I loved this chick. They didn't have like the massage chairs, but um, she like, she gave a great pedicure, great manicure. And I just, I felt like, like a, talking to her, like on a personal level, she just was fantastic. Yeah. And I was, I was like, um, I said, you should be like a counselor. I said, you guys listen to so much. I said, I've told more to you than I've told a lot of people other than my best friend, you know, cause we talked about, you know, um, Isabel's dad's death and right. work and I mean, just everything. And she said, well, what's interesting is she's licensed for, um, whatever that nail tech degree. What would that be? I don't fucking know. Nail tech. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, she said she's licensed <laughs> nail tech. I'm like, it, it escaped me for a minute. I'm like, what the fuck Excuse are they called? Me. Don't touch my nails. Do you have the nail tech degree? <laughs> I mean, I know like estheticians. But I'm like, no, that's not it. What is it? Anyway, is, so she's yeah, licensed. <laughs> anyway, let me, I digress. Let me go on. So um, she said she's licensed in Louisiana and in Illinois because she moved from Illinois. And what's interesting is Illinois requires additional continuing education and they require anyone in that field to have additional training on recognizing spotting and offering resources for domestic violence oh wow and I thought that's awesome wow that is that is really awesome that that state realizes what an uh you know hidden issue that is and that that person who's doing your hair or doing your nails may be the only person someone opens up to and I thought that was really neat um that illinois does that just ran by oh that's not good i think lucy's out <laughs> but i'm like the other states need to get on board with that because that's that's really cool that that illinois illinois does that um but no they did really she did really good and, and i booked for whenever cheyenne comes us to go get manicures it's she's still the, she's the only one there but she's gonna do us both but well that's really another good. thing that's another thing that i'm used to is like when they're doing my toes like someone's doing my nails at the same time so I'm not there so long, but the thing is too, I'm paying the same fucking price here as I am in Texas. I'm just like, oh my God, 
I can't afford it was to buy a little that bit, it was a little bit cheaper. Weeks. It was a little bit cheaper here. But I, I like that she knew like the best things to do, like to hydrate your skin and your nails and your cuticles. And like she was the first person who told me like gel, like the, I like to do the gel manicures. And like sometimes it lasts, sometimes it doesn't. She says if you get just cuticle oil and use cuticle oil every day the dryness of your skin and your nails, it shrinks and that's what causes the gel to lift. I said, I was today years old. Nobody <laughs> has fucking ever told me that in all the years that I've been getting fucking gel manicure that, oh. So you just, that's what I'm trying to find is the right person. Cause Mr. Lee has always done my nails that I found and I like him, I always go back to him. He's, he knows, he's like, you want them short, I know. Like he knows, you know, and that's what I want is the same kind of service. And I'll eventually find it. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, what I yeah. Do, but you know, so but, but I booked her for a Cheyenne and I, and she said, Yeah, she said, you can order food, bring in drinks, we'll we'll we'll, we'll drink, we'll we'll have, make an evening of it. I'm like, fuck yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So it's just gonna be me and Cheyenne in there and this girl. And oh, and then what's funny is later on that night, it's just something else I wanted to tell you. I have it written down. Um so remember I told you the story of Lana and uh, what was her names? I don't fucking remember from Omaha. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So we let, we, we just decided just to go up to the corner bar and have a few drinks. And that's when I told you, please sign up for this touch tunes thing so mm -hmm. I can get free credits because the bars. And you said it to me because you know, I'd fucking sign up for it. Cause you and asked I got five credits <laughs> and I'm like, take it, check to go with the damn jukebox. Um, that we we're, we're a little bit drunk. I texted you. What are you doing? You're like, I'm leaving Target. And you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, sit in a bar, of course. I live in New Orleans, sit in bars. There was, there's not really any bars around here. So um, anyway, let me finish. So, um, so when we were about to leave and we went outside and there was this chick out there, very straight laced looking girl. And she was like, Hey, I saw you in the bathroom. And I said, Hey, yeah, I saw you too. And she was like, you almost saw all my shit. I'm like, yeah, I did almost saw because the door didn't shut. And I had told her, well, you know what they say? Once you see one, you want to see them all. She thought that was funny. Um, so we started talking to this chick and her husband. And I don't know what it is. People just think that me and Robert are going to be their swinging fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, how we always get on the topic of sex with these people. Anyway, but we're standing outside and walking down the street. I hear someone go, Belinda! And I'm like, who the fuck knows me in here already? Someone's screaming my name. Hey, I turn around. It was the nail tech chick because she looks so important too. I'm like, hey, I run up and gave her a hug. I'm like, I know somebody here. So <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah, that was cool. Anyway, that was my stories. That's my stories. <sighs> So we do have a story, a listener story. So I want to tell you guys about that before I get into my serial, my yes. doozy of a serial killer. Please share. So I Brooke, read it. From I Brooke. haven't read it yet. So I'm, re I'm reading this like cold turkey, guys. So I know I was supposed to read it, but I was not prepared. Do you want me All to read right. it? No, I got it. Here we go. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. I don't I'm sure. Up. I got it pulled up on my phone. If, if you suck too much, I'm just going to stop you. I don't suck that much anymore. I don't have time. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Working, damn it. <laughs> okay. All right. So I know I've said my hubby has was very in tune to the supernatural and how much he despises it. Real fast, guys. If you want to listen, she told us a few, sent us a few other stories. I don't know, a year ago, maybe. It's a while back. So you can go back and find it on one of the other episodes if you want to hear it. Um. 
He will often have dreams that are eerily predictive or deja vu or where he sees loved ones who pass on with messages. Even when he's awake, he'll randomly say things like, stop, or did you hear that? Or even told me one time that the people, in quotes, told him not to tell me about them because I talk too much and they know I tell his stories. I've never told my husband I've repeated his ghost encounters or that I told Gotham Bougie his stories. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Facebook messaging him tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Just be like, hey, did you ever listen to our show? Maybe you should listen to our show. He will wake up from <laughs> No, we would never throw Brooke under the bus. No, like of that. course no. not. He will wake up from dreams and tell me he saw his grandma or brother and there are always small messages he tries to figure out. He won't always say what they are or what he thinks, but when he does, weeks later, it will come true. So it's like a hmm. premonition type thing. It sounds like he has his family watching him constantly and keeping, and keeping us either safe or basking in joy with us. It's so weird how often it happens, but also good he can still feel his presence, uh, feel their presence like that. So last November, my hubby woke up and told me he had a dream that him and his brother that passed had been flying, like never land, never ending story flying. Not like his brother, brother that had died, like his brother that had died. Maria, Maria. La, 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 la. I have to say, I'll try you. That was just saying, I'll try you. I have to say. say the best part about Stranger Things is when they sing Never Ending Story. Yes. <laughs> we just were watching it again. And then we just watched oh, yeah. that episode the other day. That's funny. Um, so like Never Ending Story flying, not like in a plane, through the air and ended up in Japan. I asked what they did. And he said they ate, drank, checked everything out and flew back. The, uh, the very next day, our son, Little Kenny, who is in the military, called and told us that he had just found out he was going to be stationed in Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's actually in South Carolina right now, um, but I think in Charleston. Because um, I said, if you're close, because Fort Jackson's really close, I'm like, let's go to dinner. So he he actually um, went to prom with Ashley, his friends, my oldest. So oh. yeah, really sweet kid. Um, there was no way he could have known about our son's orders, and we never knew Japan was even on his list to go to. Some may, say, some may say it was coincidental, but my hubby is convinced that um, they went there to check it out in the dream to ensure our son would be safe and okay in Japan. And oh, Japan. there would be nothing for us to worry about. Oh, I got goosebumps. That's so oh, crazy. That's cool. My husband often sees spirits. So that's like, um, that's um, out of body. It's astral it's projection. Like, astral yes. projection. Yeah. Yes. It's like a premonition though, too. Like, I think it's well, it yeah, but them flying, them um flying to Japan in the dream. That's that's astral projection. Yeah. So my husband often sees spirits and shadows. Two years ago, our son was stationed in Charleston, South Carolina, and my hubby was going to drive our son's car to him there. He wanted to drive overnight so he wouldn't hit too much traffic and lab and travel quicker. While driving through Louisiana after Shreveport and before Monroe around one in the morning. And near pitch darkness, he saw what looked like hundreds of spirits either coming up from the ground or crossing over the highway. He knows he saw this because the truck in front of him also swerved as if he was seeing the same thing. He kept Ooh. telling himself, it's not real. It's just spirits. And a minute later, they were all gone. Whew. Louisiana has a lot of history. So um, we live with shadow people. We knew there's mm. at least, we know there's at least one, maybe two. 
We see them in our hallway near our master bedroom. Everyone, including our dogs, have seen a very tall shadow kind of light slender man, but a little thicker. Could be my husband's brother or something else. He doesn't um, bother anyone, but he's, he's there. They see him. He seems to like to just pass back or forth. Our dogs are even okay with him now. He used to scare a puppy. She would constantly bark at nothing, but apparently they're friendly. Um, they're friendly now because she no longer barks in that direction. I've had one ghost experience as a kid, but I've never seen anything. And I can see the shadow. He must be a protector and not there to scare us. When I'm alone in the house, it never shows itself and it seems to know that. Or so I'm curious, she, so I'm curious, the shadow people are only in the hallway, it says. Mm -hmm. Or it could be attached to my husband since it never shows up when she's there by herself and he's not there. I wonder there. What, what it is about the hallway though. Her second shadow that they have lives near the kitchen. I think that is what scared our puppy before. But a few years back, it knocked a china teacup from above our stove that had been there solidly in the same spot, not even near the edge for 10 years prior onto the stove. No one was in the kitchen or even in the house, but myself and one kid. When we went to check it out, the cup was broken on the stove. A cup that had been in the exact same spot for 10 years, not even near the edge. I yelled, that was a crappy thing to do and cried because it was sentimental and nothing has ever happened in there again. Guess they didn't like the cup? Enjoy Brooke, huh? Guess they didn't like the cup. I guess, but when you yell at them, they actually listen because whatever the fuck was on me when I had sleep paralysis. Yeah, you can also I piss them off. Well, I told his dad, I said, get off me, motherfucker. I'm going to kill you again. <laughs> and immediately I could move. So I think it was Aaron, Caitlin's, best friend ghost that lives there hey, Aaron. tricks on me yeah Aaron. so Rick, those are great stories that's I like great. those I'd be I would love to to visit her where they live where do they live in Rowlett okay. and about my old house in Rowlett yeah they're not far from there so um you ready for this crazy story I'm ready hit me okay. it's gross Ugh. <laughs> So my serial killer is Joseph Roy Metheny. Um, he was born March 2nd, 1955. And he died August 5th, 2017. Oh, so wow. he's from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Um, he says that- he, uh, morning, he, Baltimore. Yes, good morning, Baltimore. If you have, we're talking, we're singing Hairspray if you haven't seen it, so- What's funny is it's Cheyenne, that's the, that's the um, play that she auditioned for when she yeah. was like 15 that she was really nervous for. And I gave her two shots of wild turkey before she went. <laughs> she, she's never let me forget that, that I said, well, were you nervous anymore? She said, no, but I didn't get the part. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great play. It's a great movie. They actually, um, we went on the last the cruise, the last one we were able to go on a year and a half ago, and that September cruise we went on. Um, we went on this, the huge boat was really Royal Caribbean, and that was the play. They do like Broadway plays, and that was yeah. the play they were saying was Hairspray. So That's it cool. was really fun. I'm up there singing all the songs and stuff. My mom's like, <laughs> like you know, all the like mom it's like your mom they remade the show like they remade the movie now twice first one with ricky lake second one i mean it's just good so anyways all right um something literally just do you have a window behind you yeah something just passed through that window 
Is somebody else talking? Because that was creepy. Nope. That that was creepy. Something walked to the that way. Is something walked that way? Oh wow. Maybe I'm seeing a reflection of Robert walking in front of you in the window. He did. Okay. That, yeah. That's probably what it was. But I was Jesus. just wanting to you out. All right. So he's from Baltimore, Maryland, and he's killed up to 13 people. He's only been tried for two of the murders, though. Two? Up to and including? Um, so sufficient evidence was only found to convict him of two of the murders. His victims were heavily involved um, with alcohol and addictive hard drugs, <clears throat> as well as he was. Um, his killings also involved, he was a sexual sadist. They involved brutal sexual assaults, rape, and stuff. So, um, We'll start in his childhood. Of course, he was neglected as a child. Of course, you know, a lot of times, not every time, but most of the time, you know, they are. Um, his victims were real fast. Jeff gave me this serial killer. So I just want to give, tell you guys that, that this was his idea when he saw this. So, because um, remember, I had texted you another name and then he found this. He's like, Mel, do this one. And I was like, okay. All right. So, um, he was neglected as a child. His father was an alcoholic who was killed in a car accident when he was only six years old. His mother also neglected um, her six children while she worked double shifts outside the home. Even though his mom denies that they were neglected, he says that he was. He's playing the victim. Oh, I, I know. I'm thinking, though, were they truly neglected or was she just an overworked mom? She was an that overworked was trying to mom. fucking provide for her six damn fucking screaming exactly. kids. She was an overworked single mom. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, he said that his parents often sent him to live with other families in foster-like arrangements, foster-like in quotes. Um, so he falsely claimed that his mother was dead. His mother said that they were somewhat poor and she had to work hard as a waitress, a barmaid, and a food truck driver. But she had provided her children with a normal family life and the children had never gone hungry or been put into homes or other families as he uh, claims. So he was obviously a habitual liar as well. Um, I think he had, it doesn't ever, it didn't ever say that he had um, like schizophrenia or bipolar or anything like that. But I honestly think that he had bipolar disorder because with, when you start, when you listen to the rest of the story, you're going to, I just feel like there has to be something. And we know that there's something mentally wrong with him if they're serial killers, but I just feel like there's something, there's some diagnosis there that was missed and that he could have been treated for. I don't know. I'm just, throwing that out there so um so his mom worked her ass off to provide for them and he just wasn't grateful mm -hmm. um so his mom also said that he was an above average student always polite not mean as a child she said that he was smart and he had a good childhood which he denied saying that his mom neglected him and he lived with other families but, what did the know. other siblings say though is there anything I, it didn't say anything age? about them mm -mm, it didn't say anything about them it just was just talking about him um he joined the army and in, in, at 18 in 1973 his mother said that he had served in germany although he claimed that he had served a tour in vietnam and had become addicted to heroin while in the artillery unit there yes so uh, his mother said that she had no recollection of him serving in Vietnam and the circumstances of his ser uh, service was reported as um, unverified in, in press reports. Um, American involvement in Vietnam had ended by that time because it ended like in 1972, 70, at the beginning of 73. Yeah, I would think that they would be able to, to verify that. I mean, yeah. 
He seldom contacted his mom after he joined the army, she said. He just kept drifting further and further away. Um, I think the worst thing she said is that ever happened to him was drugs, getting into drugs, because that really, with already whatever bad, mental though. issues he had going on, that mm -hmm. just made it worse. Um, so he was known as Tiny in the 1990s. He was six foot one, about 500 pounds. So if you have not looked at this man, I will post on Instagram pictures of this man this week. A big boy. He is a big boy and he is fucking scary as hell looking. He, 500 pounds. At What's his name again? His name is Joseph Roy Metheny, M-E-T-H-E-N-Y. Um. He had been spending time in bars, living with bands of homeless men in makeshift camps in South Baltimore and spending nearly all the money on all of his money he would um, Oh get my gosh, he's humongous. Crack, cocaine, heroin, and liquor. There's one picture, he's scary as hell. It's like his teeth are sharp. Are you looking at the picture of the button-up shirt and like the jeans and like striped shirt? Yeah, he's scary mm -hmm. looking like, <laughs> he's scary, yeah. Um. I mean, I'm just saying, usually when you do drugs, though, you're not a big guy. You're usually pretty skinny. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not a huge person usually, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it depends. Because I've I never seen many drug addicts. I don't, I don't really know any of that. Yeah. But I'm just saying. It depends. Um, so he'd been spending time with bars and living, uh, spending all his money on crack, cocaine, heroin, and liquor. He had a, that, he did that to me, this one, to me, is scary. Hold on. They're all scary, yes. From his yeah. look on his face, he's like. He's like, has definitely has, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. He did have a steady job as a forklift driver and was universally described as intelligent, well-spoken, and very well-mannered, even though he lived with homeless people and on drugs. <laughs> She's like all enthralled with these pictures. <laughs> Wait, what is this? I don't know. Can you see um, it? Hey. Yeah. What is so, that about? I don't know. In, <laughs> 1990, <his> <laughs> in 1994, um, he murdered Kathy Ann Mag Magaziner. She's a 39-year-old woman who had been convicted for prostitution and buried her body in a shallow grave on the site of the factory where he worked. Body remained there for more than two years. So when I say he buried the body, and um, that's one of the ones he was convicted on, he didn't really bury the full body. He only buried part of the body and we'll get to that in just a minute so you want to take a break and then we'll get back to that sure stay tuned everybody listen to this very old patreon ad yes hey guys mel here from gotham bougie podcast did you know that if you go to www.patreon.com slash gotham bougie podcast you can become a patron and you'll receive lots of rewards along with some special gifts once you've been a member of after two months. And you also get special little gifts from us and some little trinkets throughout the time that you are a patron on our Patreon. So go and join Patreon now. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash goth and bougie podcast. What are you waiting for? Bye. Welcome back. welcome, welcome back to Gotham Bay podcast. Back. You know what we need? Going back to what we were just 
and during the break, we were talking about how Anchor took our ads away and we need some type of sponsorship, guys. Um, stickers. I need for here, I need to be able to slap a sticker on the buildings and the walls and shit. I need stickers. You have any idea where we can get stickers? No, cheap. Red bubble. No, like for us, like printed. Like oh, can um I bet Lori can hook you up with that. Really? Maybe. I'll ask her. Yeah. Ask Lori. She might know. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it out in my note, my notepad here on my desk. You make a note for a reminder. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's, so let's listen more about the gigantic. We're gonna get back to the crazy pants, Joseph um, Roy Metheny. So he killed Kathy and Magaziner. M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E-R. Magaziner. That's what it sounds. It's Magaziner. Um, in 1994, she was a 39-year-old woman who'd been convicted for prostitution, buried her body, well, part of her body, in a shallow grave on the side of the factory where he worked. So the body remained there for more than two years. What he Wait, did, did you did you finish telling what do you mean by part of the body? We're going to here in a second. Okay, I got to okay. We're getting there. So he later said that he had strangled her and then he dug her up her skeleton up six months later put her head in a box and threw it in the trash okay also in 1994 he killed kimberly lynn spicer in mid no um wait go back i'm, I'm jumping ahead here guys bill's got me like ready to tell her what, what he did with these bodies well, i'm gonna go back to 1994 really fast because that actually happened in 96 so he um was married and he did have a son um, his wife, who was also on drugs, ran, took the son, ran away, um, and he flew into a rage. He spent days looking for them, checking halfway houses and even under a bridge where he knew his wife um, used to do drugs. There he found not his wife, but two homeless men who he believed did drugs with his wife. When they gave no indication that they knew where his wife and son were, he killed them both with an axe. After killing them, he noticed the fisherman nearby who could have seen what had happened. So he thought, I'm going to kill him too, just in case he did see. Yeah. He, threw them all in, he threw them all into the river. Um, he was tried for the murder in a different case in 95 for allegedly killing um, Randall Brewer and Randy Piker, who were the two homeless people. Um, he was arrested and accused of first-degree murder and pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of manslaughter. So he still got away. This other lady, you know, has is dead okay so 94 so with two years so 96 is when her body was dead so this all happened between the two people he was convicted of killing okay um a jury concluded so he was i'm sorry he was accused of first degree murder and pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of manslaughter he has released after serving one year and nine months of an eight-year sentence a jury concluded in july of 96 that there was um that there was insufficient evidence to convict Metheny of murdering Brewer and Piker, but he later said that he was guilty of both murders. So from 94, he murdered her, he murdered the two homeless people, he murdered the fishermen, threw those three men into the lake, and so the lady's still buried, part of her still buried. Right. Gets out and in not July. Discovered. Right. So jury concluded in 96th of July, let him go because there was um, insufficient evidence. Well, then in the mid-November of 1996, he decided he's going to kill again. So he killed Kimberly Lynn Spicer by stabbing her with a knife. Again, buried what body, what parts of her body, wherever he brought to bury them. Instead of tossing me in the river, he decided 
to bring the bodies home, do what it said he did to him. He dismembered them and stored the meat, the meatiest parts of them in his freezer, burying the unusable parts in a truck lot owned by the pallet company he worked for. Back home, he would mix the prostitute's flesh with a mixture of beef and pork, boil it into neat little patties. Over the next several weekends, he would sell these little patty, patties out of a small barbecue stand he opened Shut on the side up. of the house. <laughs> for weeks weeks unknowing passengers by truckers and townies would all consume bits of human flesh essentially becoming living hiding spots for the bodies of methany's victims mm. yeah i wonder if it was good that, yes but we're not done yet but there's more <laughs> but wait there's more so december 8th 1996 so he killed the last one november 96 so about a month later, December 8th, 96, Rita Kemper, he kidnapped her and attempted to rape her. He had raped the other women as well. According to prosecutors, he shared drugs with Kemper in the trailer where he was living at the time at the pallet factory site. She refused to have sex with him and ran out of the trailer. So he decided to chase her, beat her, drag her back in the trailer, and then pull down her pants and attempt to rape her. How did he catch her? He was 500 pounds. But if they're drugged up, she could have been drugged up really bad and able, unable to really run fast. Right, right. Um, Kemper said he had attempted to murder her, saying, I'm going to kill you and bury you in the woods with the other girls. She escaped through a window of the trailer and fled to police officers in the area. He then asked a friend to help him bury the body of Spicer, which he had been hiding at the factory site since killing her a month earlier. The friend reported it to the police on December 15th, 1996, and Methany was arrested and charged with her murder the same day. The owner of the business was arrested with Methany as they left a Christmas party and was charged an accessory after the fact for allegedly disposing of evidence, even though he didn't know about this. He was still... Methany began, and I'm thinking they did that so that way they would be able to get the warrant to go in and search the property for the bodies. Methany began confessing to other murders, as well as that of Spicer. He led police to the shallow grave where he had um, reburied ma uh, magaziners, decapitated remains. Much of the skull was missing. The police were able to identify a magaziner from dental records. Uh, police said that they had chosen young white sex, he had chosen white, young white sex workers who were addicted to heroin and cocaine. The killings also involved brutal sexual assaults. Like I said, rapes usually happen. He was indicted for killing Tony Lynn and Gracia, age 28, but those charges were later dropped for lack of evidence. He claimed to have also killed three other prostitutes along Washington Boulevard in Baltimore, although there was no evidence of most of those crimes other than his confession. The Baltimore... Oh, he probably did. The Baltimore Sun newspaper reported in 1997 that it was not clear how truthful his claims were about how many people he had killed. Although he said he had killed up to 10 people, he, that his attorney said that he was remorseful and that drugs and alcohol had changed his personality and made him very violent. And also that to make help him like not remember a lot of stuff because it fucked up, his, it fucked him up. It fucks up your brain, you know? Yeah. Um, so he was tried in 1997 in the Kemper case and given a sentence of 50 years for kidnapping and attempted sexual assault. He was acquitted of attempting to murder her. He was sentenced to death in 1998 for the murder of Spicer. At a sentence hearing, he said he had committed murders because he enjoyed it. He got a rush out of it, got a high out of it, 
and had no real excuse why other than I'd like to do it. So he mentally had wow. to with him. Yes. In August of 1998, he pleaded guilty to murdering and robbing magaziner and prosecutors sought the death penalty in that case as well. He received a sentence of life in prison in that case. His death sentence was overturned in 2000 and the sentence for the murder of Spicer was reduced to life without parole, which I don't think is right, but the, ration, uh, the rationale uh, for the death penalty was that the murder had been committed in um, committing a robbery, but the evidence indicted that robbery was not his motivation. So uh, August 5th- Yeah, it's weird how whenever the, they're doing two different crimes, I'll yeah. prosecute it. It's, it is crazy how so that happened. So August 5th, um, 2017, he was found dead in his prison cell at the Western Correctional Institution in Cumberland, Maryland, at the age of 62. So he lived that is my, life. Uh, he, he did, yes. So one of the things I was looking at, um, I know you don't watch Riverdale, but if those of you that watch Riverdale, because it is a cult, you know, classic TV show because it's based on the Archie comics and stuff. Um, it's a really good show. I really feel like you would really like it. They I watched really Sabrina. Do. I think it's kind of Sabrina based on the talks same about of, Riverdale. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's kind of based, yeah. It's based on the same thing. So one of the things that um, happens is Betty is one of the characters and her dad is has a serial killer gene. And so they're like, want to see if she has a serial killer gene. So I just, when I was researching this, it popped up because it makes me think, well, do these serial killers really have a gene that they're missing something? You know, are they missing? We know they're lacking empathy usually. Um or like their frontal lobe or the top front of their brain or they has had um, some sort of trauma or something or it's not close you know something has happened and so is there a specific gene for serial killers it in fictional shows like Riverdale and even a real murder case in Italy the MAOA gene mutation commonly called commonly called the warrior gene is sometimes used as a pro, uh, persecutor um, or scapegoat for violent actions. The gene can cause a deficiency, mostly seen in males, that might show risk for aggressive or antisocial behavior. Was this so, that gene? You had told me about a show that was on, I think, Amazon or Apple or something. You had told me about it. Um, the man was an attorney and his son was accused yes, of murder. It's called Defending Jacob. That's it. That was a great show. Right. They talk about that. They talk about that gene too yeah. in that show. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched Defending Jacob, it's on Apple TV. I think. It's yeah, it was really good. You guys need to watch it. It is so good. And you have really, when I say you need to watch it, like you need to sit down and you need to watch it. Not doing like a lot of times I'm guilty of like, I'll turn on like a show and I'm working and I'm more listening to it. Defending Jacob, you literally have to sit there and you need to watch it because there's so many clues that I missed because I watched it twice. I'm like, I should have up I should have picked this up yeah that you um you just really have to really pay attention and watch it but it's so good it's I had so good. I had to just google this the other movie that we had talked about too because I was because I saw that you told me to look watch that I was looking at it says because you've watched this you may like this and it was a movie called we need to talk about Kevin and um it, that's another one that's very interesting that if um anyone wants to watch a movie that's interesting it's it's that because this it's um what is that chick's name tilda swinton swinton 
Tilda Swinton. I don't know. Tilda Swinton. She's the one that has like this very androgynous look. She's very blonde and she plays an angel and something else. But anyway, she's. The one that plays Bride of Chucky? No, I don't think so. Okay. That is, um, God damn it, Jennifer Tilly. Oh, okay. That's not Yeah. No, this this is. If you if you Googled her, you'll and see her face, you'll be like, oh yeah, I've seen her in lots okay. of things. But she's the mom, and it's we need to talk about Kevin. And Kevin was her son, and mm-hmm. he was psycho. It's very it's it's confusing, a little bit hard to watch because you're like, what what's happening here? But you're, then you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to watch that. So, and I watched. Um, I'm on second season, or the fourth season, but second episode of Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. It's so like, like it's just kind of slow still right now, but it's like, oh, like you know, it's oh shit, I see my glasses. You know, yeah. something's like coming. Like, There's oh my four, God. four episodes out right now, right? Yes. And yeah, I gotta so wait. As soon as we hang up, I'm gonna start working again because I'm still working for Harney and. I know we were, we were like, skip, you know, flipping through, like, when are they going to come back? Because there's another season's coming. Another one was that uh, you had told me about it. also you. <laughs> it's like another out. season. That's about to come out too. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's so guys. And it's hard. I love you because the main character, the guy that plays Joe, he was in Gossip Girl and I loved him in Gossip Girl. And so, I don't know. It's just kind of weird to see him. In that I never role. saw that. I just thought he was a really good actor. It was great. I've watched Gossip yeah. Girl. You would. It's more at my. It's more like bougie and you know, it's about New York girls and stuff. So and the fashion. So, um, I forgot to tell you. I went. We rode the motorcycle for five hours last Sunday, and we went into Georgia. Oh, nice. Okay. Wait, yeah. okay, I saw some posts. You had posted we into, like, yeah, yeah. We went into Georgia and um, we. Cause that's what they do is they go to like different restaurants and stuff. So we rode into Georgia to, um, a uh, fish eye grill. So I'm like, Oh, it's seafood. Like, you know? And so yeah. I was like, no, it's not seafood. It's cause we'd gone out Friday night with them. Um, he said it is, um, barbecue. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. So we're there that. Yeah. Starts telling us why it's called fish eye grill. It's in this little town in Georgia. And, um, she said, because her son, when he was little, he hurt his eye. And this little kid looked at him and said, you know, your fish, your eye looks like a fish eye. So they call it fish eye grill. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, it, but it was really good, like home cooking. So I wound up on Sundays, they don't have barbecue. They have like home cooked meal. Um, and so they have like fried chicken, like it was like Southern food, mm. um, but it was very good. So we did that. We, but of course we passed this historical marker with this old graveyard and I'm like did you stop no you didn't stop no we couldn't I'm, what do I do roll stop drop and roll I mean you could, he could stop for 10 minutes I mean you don't have to do like a big you know side trip just 10 minutes walk around get back on and go but I, I was more interested in it because I really think that it was has something to do with the war because there were rebel flags on some of the um yeah yeah grave so probably some old graves yes um, don't do y'all not stop to stretch your legs or anything we do at gas station <laughs> mm. but yeah so i just i told them i said i want to stop and i told them when we sat down i said i want to stop and see this stuff like i enjoy writing with you like it's a lot of fun but I want to stop and see stuff so this saturday well, we're yeah doing... you really missed an opportunity of all the stuff along yes. the way yes so um on a Saturday, he works. I can always hop in the car too and 
Yeah, it's not quite the same. I mean, yeah. So when David gets here, so he'll be here sometime in June, like beginning of June, he will go do that stuff with me on the weekends. Because I want to be able to ride with Jeff with him there. Like he loves history. So we'll definitely go and do some stuff by our, you know, without Jeff to see if he goes on the rides and stuff. But um, we have a ride this Saturday. Um, we are riding an hour and a half, two hours away, somewhere here in, I don't know, South Carolina, North Carolina, I don't fucking know. But we're going to... Um, motorcycle race drag strip race it's a huge like race day so they're betting on the races so i'm like okay i'll go it's an all-day thing so i wasn't gonna go because they're leaving at 7 30 in the morning and i was like oh my jesus you live so early and then today he tells me i have good news about saturday and i'm like we're not going <laughs> <laughs> and he says we're not leaving till we're not meeting till 11 i'm like okay that's better so that means I can stay up and work Friday night and then sleep mm-hmm. a little Saturday, get up, get ready. Cause I don't have to do much to get ready. Cause my hair's long now. And I put a helmet on and I just get off the bike, take helmet and brush my hair, you know? So I just fucking tangled everywhere. But I mean, um, I still put full makeup on, right? <laughs> they laugh at me. Um, I don't have a name yet. So I'll get, he calls me Tweety Bird. Cause you know how I eat like a little bit at a time, like a bird, like that's yeah. not my name. Oh, okay. No, who I told decides him, who who decides who your name what your name is. The pack leaders do. So I'm hoping my the name leader is extra. of the pack. Yes, I'm hoping my name is extra or bougie or Texas or you know something. Because Friday night we had dinner with him. The day I had a bad day too. Friday night he got home and he said, "We're taking the bike," and I said, "No, I want to dress up and we, I'll meet you there on the jeep." Because they met them at a restaurant. This is one of the people's birthdays. And they had all rolled their bikes. He's like, you're having a bad day. It's fine. So I got all cute with my hair all curled. That's why I was going to wear that like shirt that showed. But like, you didn't wear it? No, he's like, I'm not sure. I like it. I'm not sure about that outfit. That might be a little bit too much. And we were at a family restaurant. So I was like, fine. So I kind of got pinned up and I put my leopard heels on and my jeans and just look. And so we walk up and they're like, you come out with your bike, your friends, you don't wear a bike. And I said, it's my fault because I wanted to dress up. I'm like, we well, can just on the bike. And I said, I can't wear my leopard print heels on the bike. That's where flat, like my high tops or my biker boots are like, you know, the boots like Doc Martin type boots. And they're like, oh my goodness. And I said, listen, I just wanted to be Texas today. Okay. I just wanted to be like, I was a Texas. And so they all laugh and they, they really like me. So it's really nice. So anyways. But that's it. That's you, you're still you. You still got to be you. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think that's why I was feeling like so like down to because I'm used to getting up every day, getting dressed up. And mm-hmm. I just haven't. You see me record the last two times. We're like, we're not recording. I'm like, my hair's like sticking up everywhere. And it's pulled up in a ponytail because I don't go anywhere. Like I yeah. literally will go to groceries for the weekends with Jeff, but I don't go anywhere. Like I'm at home. I'll take Charlie for a walk outside and then. I'm, yeah, I'm excited because we're, we're finally getting everything unpacked, like all of my clothes, my dresses, my corsets. We finally got those out. And because it's like dressing up without having everything accessible is a, a pain. It's a hassle. Yes. I mean, if everything's like, oh, I can go right here and pick out a necklace. I can go right here and pick out my, my earrings. I can go right there and get my skirt. But to have everything in garment bags or packed in the box or, 
So I'm excited that we're finally getting everything settled. And I feel you. He's like, he's like, are we gonna, you know, get dressed up and go do photos and stuff like that? I'm like, I just, I need to get everything settled. I just, and with me working so much right now, I'm not able to do it during the week. So yeah, yeah, just yeah, gotta get it settled. Tired. By the end of the day, you're tired, mm -hmm. and like I'm so far behind with my part-time, the job I still do from home, mm -hmm. you know, I'm so far behind, like, this is a, this is what I have to, those of you that I see, it's like, you want to see this, this video, it's on Patreon, like this stack. Wow, yeah. Like, and then there's a stack under the computer, each of those, I have to get through each one of those, and it's just a lot, and I'm just catching up, I was stressed out, like, Monday or Tuesday, because I just, luckily, I mean, it'll, it'll ease back up for me, you're, you're going to be like that I mean your job is luckily for me I get to once May comes around it kind of settles out not it's as gonna much be again. May it's Sunday May um <laughs> but then you know pick back up again in the fall so I'm really looking forward to it's like when Cheyenne comes and visits that's like in her finals are over and then for me my work is this month is well maybe yeah. the week that weekend after I could come see you Let's I just pulled up my calendar. calendar. Let's look at the yeah, calendar, so they're guys. Gonna, they're going to be here the weekend of the 6th through the 13th. And then um, Robert's son and daughter and what was I about to say? Robert's son and wife and Caitlin, his daughter, are coming to visit the weekend of Memorial Day. But yeah, Memorial the 15th Day through weekend. the 26th. Huh? Memorial, yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend, I will be in Tennessee in the mountains on the bike ride. They're doing, this, they're doing this uh road that's very curvy. It's called Tale of the Dragon. Um, so I think we just need to look at Google Flights and find a cheap ass time. Yeah, I can and do the not be anything, yeah. And not be anything specific, just find a cheap ass flight. That's it. I, I would have to I would have to leave that afternoon of the 21st because I would have to work so that morning because I'm already taking Yeah, off that I mean morning. you would have to like fly out on a Friday night and fly back on a Sunday night, right? Yeah, but that's how we need to get <laughs> like we're gonna sleep. <laughs> oh poor Robert. They guess Robert time to prepare. <laughs> guys i i told jeff i'm like babe you just don't understand when bell and i get together like we're very wild like we get pretty crazy <laughs> and he's like yeah, at least oh, robert robert's had a little bit of that experience so he's not that yeah, but robert, jeff, jeff has not really experienced that yet so. <laughs> but robert is used to it robert just sits there and looks and he's like mm. <laughs> yeah he just shakes his head like yeah, yeah <laughs> This is them. This is how it goes. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's our story. That's our uh, show. Yes. Thanks for listening to us. We appreciate all of y'all's support and with everything going on. It's kind of getting into some normalcy now. But that's it on Joseph Roy Metheny and Brooke. Thank you for your stories. Thank you to High Priest Robert and Jeff for being um, our high ranking um, patron donator. All hail to the High Priest. All hail. Um, I'm curtsying. I'll curtsy. <laughs> <laughs> um so we'll put this video up on our patreon so if you guys yeah. want to see us what we do when we record live and i mean because we actually look really nice right now so my, my makeup's kind of on off it um i guess that's it that's it go to instagram facebook um what else 
I don't know, Twitter, Patreon, Patreon, and uh, yeah, tell your friends, tell your friends, tell all your friends. Yes, I've been leaving cards everywhere. So, um, if you guys want cards, let me know if you're a Patreon, Patreon, and you want cards, I can mail you some cards if you want to give pass them out. I don't mind doing that. So, guys, just let me know. All right, so you ready? You yep. got the bell? I got it ready. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Y'all come back, come back now. Yeah, Why is this so difficult? <laughs> Just say it. Don't, don't. Okay, we're going to redo this right now, okay. everybody. Just say it. Don't wait to hear me because okay. if you're talking, it's going to stop. Shh, shut up. The bell's trying to ring. If, if you're talking, now. it's going to make me not sound to you. You're not going to be able to hear me. So okay. just say it. Okay, ready? Yes. Are you going to count down? Sure. One, two, three. Y'all come, come back, back now. now you hear? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we'll keep working on that. One, two, three. Y'all come, come back now. Y'all come back now. You hear? Yeah. <laughs>